Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today is the 13th of May, 2022. It is Friday, the 13th. Ooh, scary season on that. Um, yeah, so Friday the 13th, we've got a series to preview this weekend for the Washington Nationals. They host the Houston Astros, their old nemesis, back from the 2019 World Series. We'll discuss that. Dusty Baker once again makes his return to Nationals Park, which is always a fun kind of road to go down. We have pitching matchups and kind of break down the matchup overall as well. See what Nationals are at. That's coming up on this Friday edition of Locked on Nationals. Daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Hello, everybody. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast, 13th of May, 2022. It's a Friday Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me right there at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever you get your podcast, and you can find us on YouTube as well. All right, so uh, if you guys want also a recap of that Mets Nationals series, um, you guys can find that. And it's in your podcast feeds. It's on YouTube as well. Full breakdown, all three games. It all happened in quick succession. So I decided to do it that way. Um, and then now we have a preview of the Astro series coming right here. But as we normally do, I took stock yesterday. Let's take stock again. The Nationals are 11 and 22. They are 11 games back of the New York Mets, who are in first place. Just flip the records. They're 22 and 11. The Nationals are four games back of the Marlins, who are 14 and 17. They are four and a half games back of both the Phillies and the Braves, who are both 15 and 17. They are respectively six and a half games back, Marlins seven games back of the Mets. The Nationals are four and 13 at home. They have a minus 30 run differential overall. Overall, Their current streak is they've lost one, and they're four and six in their last 10. You want to compare that with the Houston Astros, who are 21 and 11. They are the hottest team in baseball right now. They have a plus 34 run differential. They're 12 and 7 on the road this year, and they've got a 10 straight game winning streak, which means obviously they're 10 and 0 in their last 10 games. They're coming off a series sweep of the Minnesota Twins that brings them here to Washington. And look, you know, before we get to the matchups and kind of break it all down, you know, you knew when the Nationals and the National League East drew the NL West this year, you knew that this was inevitable, right? You knew that this was coming. You knew that you would see the Nationals and the Astros tangle. The big question would be, where was it at? And that's that's pretty interesting, right? Because um, both have storylines. If you go back to that 2019 World Series, and I know all of you who are fans remember it pretty fondly, but if you you know if you need the refresher, I mean, that was a series 
where the road team won every game, which was strange. I, I'm not sure if it happened before in a World Series. Um, but, you know, the Nationals come home in that series. They go back to Nationals Park, and they've got a 2 nothing lead on the Astros. And you're thinking, oh, my God, they're in great shape. You know, all they have to do now, they won two against this team. Can they go and can they win, uh, you know, can they win two of three, and, you know, at home? Or even if they just went one and two at home, all they would need is game six or seven to get the win. Um, and you remember, you know, in, in the game three of that series, it's a 4-1 loss. In game four, it's 8-1. In game five, it's 7-1. to The Nationals offense just went completely quiet though there in those middle three games. And what's really interesting is like there, you know, there are so few parts of that current World Series team that are still left with the Washington Nationals. And you flip it on the other side. I mean there are um you know I know there's been some changes, but there are a lot of guys remaining from that 2019 team. I mean, Bregman and, and Brantley, and, and you think about Guriel, Alvarez, Altuve. I mean, this is still a team, excuse me, that's got so much of that 2019 World Series uh, left in them, right? I'm going to go back and look at the 2019 numbers, 2019 postseason um, for the Astros right now. But Altuve, Guriel, Brantley, uh, you know, Alvarez, Bregman. I mean, this team, so much, you know, Maldonado. I mean, I mean, there's so many guys who are still left, especially in the lineup from that team. And, uh, you know, Garrett Cole is obviously moved on now, but uh, Verlander is still there. Uh, Arkady, I believe, is is still there. I mean, they've, they've got a lot of guys, and ironically, you know, um, Will Smith, uh, Will Smith, um, uh, Will Harris, is now on uh, the, the Nats. And it's funny enough, you know, he really hasn't pitched a whole lot, but he was a big part of that team. So still not not just rem, like, you know, remnants is what I would say the Nationals have left of, of their team, right? I mean, at this point, remnants. I, I would say for the most part, you know, I know George Springer is gone, but like the core of what made that team that team um, is is still left. And I think that's pretty... Uh, you know, it's pretty impressive that they kept that team on. I mean, the Nationals have show, shown you how hard it is to keep that team together, keep windows going. And the Astros have definitely kept their window um, going for much longer, I think, you know, uh, and and really impressed by doing so. Now, once again, Nationals fans probably don't want to hear that, but still, you have to be impressed with how they've maintained this core. They might be dirty, rotten cheaters, but they have maintained the core up to uh, up to this point, which has been uh, really impressive. I mean, you, now you go and look at the national stats in the 2019 postseason, and I'm going to go to the guys, just think about who's not here. Turner is gone. Kendrick is gone. Eden is gone. Rendon is gone. Uh, Zimmerman has retired. Uh, Suzuki is gone. Cabrera is gone. Gomes is gone. Taylor is gone. Anibal Sanchez actually back, <laughs> which is funny enough. And then you go through the guys that are still there. Soto is still there. Robles is still there. Uh, Anibal Sanchez is back, but has not played yet. Max Scherzer uh, is gone. Strasburg and Corbin are obviously still there, but really haven't seen a whole lot of them. Joe Ross still there. 
So, you know, that's why I would say remnants. And like, you know, uh, um, while Corbin and Strasburg are still in D.C., it feels like the term remnants makes sense because their games are really there's just remnants left of what those guys were. I mean, uh, Strasburg goes to the 60 day IL, which means they got a chance to bring him back here in the in the not near future, but in the future here, relatively in the next couple months. Right. Corbin has just found that stride that he had, you know, arguably back in 2019. Uh, both these teams have gone on completely different trajectories, um, you know, since the the World Series of 2019. Uh, and the list of World Series, um, you know, the Astros have been involved in so many of them. And they obviously, uh, you know, got one of their own. But you go back, you know, last year, the Astros lost in six games. Back in 19, they lost in seven games. Um, you know, back in 17, they got their World Series. I mean, they, they put together a really nice run over the last five years, starting in 2017, and have put themselves, you know, 1-1, one, one, have lost a couple uh, as well, and Dusty Baker got a taste of that and lost last year. We'll get to him in one second, but the Nationals obviously nowhere to be found since. Quick word from our sponsors, then we'll talk about Dusty Baker making his return, which I'm a huge Dusty Baker guy, so I'm always happy to see him at Nationals Park. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Go to Built.com today. That's Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15, for 15% off at Built.com today. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and opening your eyes realizing it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like to eat the new birthday cake puff bar from Built. 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, only 9 grams of sugar. It's a limited time flavor, so go pick it up at Built.com today. Use the promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com today. All right, so uh, the one thing we always have to mention, too, is that Dusty Baker is making his return once again. Also, shout out to his Wikipedia page. The picture on Wikipedia, it is still um, Dusty Baker as a national. Actually, I mean, I mean, you know, this is my benefit right here of, uh, of having um, uh, Restream up. I can share. Boom, look at that right there. Dusty Baker still right there. Uh, the guy uh, from the Nationals on the Wikipedia page. It's still a picture of Dusty with the Nats. But look, man, so I, I think I made it pretty clear, though. Um, I I thought Dusty could have had one more year, and I think he might have – I thought he could have won it right after he was done. But you think about his time. I mean, this is a guy that, as a manager, has had a really successful career. He's won over 2,000 games. Now he's lost 1,745. But um, especially in his in, in his latter part of his career, really back here towards the end, I mean, there were some rough years there in Cincinnati. But since 2010, uh, he has won one, two, three, four, five division titles. And then, you know, since his time in D.C., in D.C., 16-1, 17-1, uh, and then goes to Houston 2021, one, 
and is in pole position here right now, at least as it speaks to win. Now, that division's been a real good one. The Angels have gotten themselves off to a really strong start. Um, but, you know, it looks like it could be the Angels and the Astros going toe-to-toe here the rest of the way, which would be awesome, which would be really exciting. Uh, I- I've said this a bunch. AL West baseball is the baseball I watch the least, and that is because it is on at a late time at night and also it involves teams that usually don't really matter uh, to the Washington Nationals normally. If it, you know, it, it does down the line, maybe a playoff series things of that nature. But, um, you know, generally speaking, that stuff does not affect us here in Nats land. So, you know, you'll watch it a whole lot. But Dusty Baker, man, to to be that age, I know there's a lot of old managers who have done really well, La Russa and Showalter and Dusty. But to be 72 and to keep this thing rolling, I mean, you know, his time while he has been with the Astros, yeah, it's a great team. But uh, you know, he is 143 and 109, which is good enough for a 567 winning percentage. And also in the playoffs, he's been pretty good as well. 12 and 17, it's 586. Uh, but, you know, he's trying to he's trying to win more now, trying to get it done late in the postseason. And it's difficult to do, but, you know, I, I have a lot of confidence in Dusty. I think the Astros make it back this year. They're always going to be a dangerous team. So we'll preview that matchup. Let's look out of here in one second. First, one final word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline and BetOnline.net today. If you want to bet on this Astros Nationals series, you all can do that. Go to BetOnline and BetOnline.net today. They got football, they got basketball, they got baseball, they got hockey. Hopefully the Capitals can pull through tonight. If you guys want to go bet on the Caps, Guys, you can go to BetOnline and BetOnline.net today. BetOnline, my friends, it's where the game starts. We're sparkling water this morning. Big bottle. I'd like to you know, make sure we're hydrated. So the big bottle of sparkling water is out and ready to go. All right, so let's talk about this three-game series on the weekend, as they say. So here's how things line up. 705. 705-135 ESPN Plus on Friday night. And then you have your local TV partners for games two and three of the series. Gray versus Valdez, Fetty versus Odorizzi, and Corbin versus Verlander. So I actually like these matchups a lot. Those are the three best pitchers going to the Nats right now. And I know that's, you know, not saying a lot, but Look, you have to be honest. I mean, all those guys have pitched well, at least as of late. And so the first game is Framber Valdez against Josiah Gray. Let's start there. Uh, Framber Valdez has just kind of been solid so far this year. Really hasn't had any outing except for one against Los Angeles where he got touched up. But, you know, he had a uh, the rest of the way, you know, he's been strong so far this season. Uh, last time out, six innings, nine hits, two runs, both earned seven Ks and a walk, 96 pitches and a three to two win. Then the game before that was a three to two loss, six and a third, two hits, three runs, all earned, one homer, two walks, and two Ks. And, and so he's been consistent so far. Um, you know, once again, save that one blow up game. The rest have been really good. I mean, he has been strong to start the season. Uh, a 3 1 5 earn run average in April, and then May has done well. 
so far. Overall, one and two with a three, three, four earn run average. Framber Valdez is still just 28 years old, and he's he's done really well, I think, for them. Um, and then on the other side, Josiah Gray is going to be countering. And you know Nats fans watching this 24-year-old is our version of must-see TV right now. You might say, well, it's not saying a whole lot, but um, you know this is a guy that is, I mean, when he is pitched, the Nationals are 3-2 and two in those games. He's gotten a decent amount of run support, which is good, but his – his quality of play, quality of pitching, I should say, has really stepped up. You know, last time out, five in the third, five hits, three runs, two homers, two walks, and three Ks. But the previous time, that's when he gave up six six runs, or excuse me, six innings, one hit, no runs, four walks, and three Ks. So watch those walk numbers. Fly ball pitcher does like to attack the zone. Let's see how the Astros get after him tonight. The Nats arm, the Astros have not seen. But our guy Josiah Gray, four and two with a three point four five earn run average, and he's top four in the league in strikeouts right now, which is good as well. So encouraging signs. This, this you know, if I had to pick a game to watch, I usually pick the Gray games. I'm going to pick one, another one right here, um, and I'm doing that because you, know, you think about like every single one of his starts is exciting. This lineup poses a great challenge to him, and I think we all want to see how he works through that. So next up on the docket, Eric Fetty against Jake Odorizzi. Let you all know how Odorizzi has done this year. The answer, very well. The pitching for the Astros has been strong so far. Odorizzi is 3-2, and two, the 3.38 earn run average. And uh, his last three starts, he has been dynamite. Over the course of the last 17 and two-thirds innings, he has surrendered just one earn run. Well, over the course of those 17 and two-thirds, he has struck out 12. So not a guy who's a super high strikeout guy, but has been strong, especially in those last three. Had a couple really bad outings uh, against Los Angeles and against Seattle, but since then against Texas, Seattle, and Detroit, he has been part of 5-1, 3-0, and 5-0 wins. So Odorizzi is riding a hot streak right now for him. Once again, not a high strikeout guy, but he is somebody who has pitched very well. On the other side, they're hoping for Steady Fetty, who is two and two with a three point nine zero earn run average on the year. Eric Fetty, obviously, you know, if, if he can keep this earn run average around four, I mean, that's that's a great place for him to be. So far this month, twelve innings pitched, eight hits allowed, seven Ks, one earn run. So he's off to a really nice start in this month. You know, the key for him is, uh, I would just say. Avoid the wall. A lot of these guys have got some control issues, and, and Fetty likes to nibble some, and that's why we've seen him. You know, uh, in the month of uh, in the month of April, a six ERA did not make it uh, through more than five full innings. That started against Colorado, a ten to win. We talked about how sometimes they go out west, and Fetty does well. That was an example of that. So he's going to watch how much he nibbles around the zone because that that's what kind of keeps him from getting length sometimes in these games pitching well right now let's see if you can maintain that i think the key for him is keep that er under four no it's not always the best you know indicator but nationals i think when you thought about a gray and you thought about a fetty last year it's a big key you know hey can you be a steady guy can you can you steady fetty right can you be a guy goes out there and gives them you know quality starts and keeps them in games and we talked about this it's not just for eric fetty's future with the nationals maybe it's elsewhere too just because of his age he might be getting to a time where the nationals are saying hey you know we might be done with you or, you know, might you, know, you need to move on. 
So I, I think it's a critical time for him to keep pitching like this and, and provide that. And then last game, this is a doozy of a pitching matchup in theory, right? Uh, I mean, but right now, Justin Verlander has been lights out. Four and one with a 1.55 earn average, 36 Ks and a .64 whip. That is the best in the American League. Uh, and look, man, this is a guy that even at the age of 39 from Mannequin Sabbath, Virginia, Goochland County, friends, I live in Goochland County. I, I am of the Verlander, um, you know, of the place where this man is from, a legend in these parts, and he's been a legend this year to steal a term from uh, our guy, Peter Pratt. Um, and, and look, 14 and two-thirds innings worked. Five hits, two runs, both earns, one homer, two walks, and eight Ks so far in the month of May. He had a 1.73 ERA in the month of April. One start that makes you look at and you say, all right, that wasn't that good. It was six six innings, four hits, three runs, all earned, two homers, one walk, five Ks. That was a bad start. It was three runs through six innings. That was the bad start on the year for, Ver- for Verlander. He has been lights out. Now, He's going to draw the assignment of going head-to-head with Patrick Corbin. This is going to be fun, right? Patrick Corbin, last seen having, by at least the Astros, last seen having a whole lot of success there towards the back end of the year. And you think about the job that he did. I know uh, he got touched up a little bit in game number two, or the second game rather that he pitched in the World Series. Um but, you know, had a really strong uh, uh, effort later on in the World Series. And, and besides that one time, you know, four runs over six innings, not awful, right? But then he has the other times that he worked, the three uh, three innings, two hits, uh, you know, three Ks. Uh, and, you know, really was a big part of propelling the Nationals in that World Series. And, you know, in that game seven, how good was Corbin They'll get a good look at him again. And also a Patrick Corbin that we know right now is pitching some of his best ball that he has, not just this season and not just last season and not just since 2020. This this is the best that Patrick Corbin has looked, you know, in the last, uh, we're going to go last 19 innings for Corbin, a sub three earn run average in that time. Uh, He's struck out 16 people in those last three starts as well. Did the four walks in the last game. The problem is the Nationals have lost every single time Patrick Corbin has pitched this year, although last three times out wasn't really his fault. He pitched pretty well. So Corbin versus Verlander is your final pitching matchup. Should be pretty exciting to watch that one and see how that one plays out for the Nationals as they take on their uh, 2019 World Series counterparts this year. That would be the Houston Astros. That series is coming up this weekend. Once again, 705-705-135. Your start times, ESPN Plus for game one, or also Masson. Uh, and then I forgot the the Houston television one is now. But um, you guys can watch all of those on Masson. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, at JoshNeighbors underscore. Follow the show, at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can find me on Twitter, as I mentioned, at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever it's get your, get your podcast from and also on YouTube as well. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.